Father, Yahuwah Elohim, creator of the heavens and the earth, this prayer is lifted unto you on behalf of your spiritual family of Beth Yeshurun. We gather in this sanctuary or join online via the internet in seeking to be reconciled with you. Look upon those you have called out of a carnal world to come into your spiritual realm. We're afflicting our bodies in a fast to acknowledge that we fall far short of your way. Abba Father, Hear this prayer as our souls weep over disappointing you. Please see our humble, contrite spirits and accept our pleas for forgiveness through the atoning sacrifice of your son, Yahushua. We thank you, and we bless you for having sent your son as our Redeemer. Indeed, your spiritual community of Bet Yeshurun is a cod with Elohim, individually and as a corporate body. At this time, I ask that you enlighten our nation. We live under the shadow of confused leaders who've lost their way and have no fear of Elohim. Our leaders sin. They believe not in Yahuwah, nor put their trust in Elohim. They go about with a proud look and a lying tongue. They have hands that are quick to shed innocent blood. Their hearts devise evil imaginations. They have swift feet in running into mischief and acting as false witnesses who speak lies and sow discord among your people. In addition to these abominations that you hate, our leaders ignore your prophets, and they disobey your commandments, which are given to all for all. Our patriarchs, even after leaving their bondage in Egypt and their confusion in Babylon, went astray and turned away from listening to your voice. Today, America does likewise. Thus evils cling to us, and the curses foretold through Moshe are coming upon us. While blessed to live in a land flowing with milk and honey, our nation doesn't hearken to your word. 
Instead, we follow the inclinations of wicked hearts and serving strange gods and doing evil in your sight. Although your children likewise neglect your right rulings, O Adonai, we do so mainly out of ignorance rather than rebellion. Turn away your wrath from us, for we are the remnant people you scattered in America. Hear, O Yahuwah, this intercessory prayer and petition for deliverance from our heirs. Grant that Bet Yeshurun might find your grace and your favor. And may it be so for your glory and honor, Yahuwah. And may we serve you for all the earth to know that you are sovereign. Indeed, spare your people that are repenting and calling upon your name, Yahuwah Elohim, and upon the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, your son. Give not your heritage to the reproach of heathens ruling over us, and may none of them ever say of us, Where is their Elohim? Abba, Father, as you look upon us from your holy abode, incline your hand and lift us up. Open your eyes to behold those who come to give you glory, praise, and honor. Although our souls are sorrowful for our society's great evils, it is your lowly servants who now bow down before you. While our eyes are weary of the wickedness, we see our souls hunger for your justice. And may your plan of salvation come to fruition here on earth as it is in heaven, and may it be exemplified in today's lesson from our pastor. Indeed, bless our pastor Obadiah as he presents his teaching that he received during his many hours of study in your word. Speak directly through him today. Open our eyes and ears so that your children may see your marvelous work and may hear your voice within this teaching. Soften our hearts to accept your will and unstiffen our necks so that we might yield to Yahushua Nazareth, a redeemer and king in whose name this prayer is lifted. Amen and hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna. It was customary that some psalms be read during during um, Yom Kippur, and so we're gonna read today's Tehillah. So, so get my clicker clicking. Okay, so the first uh, Tehillim we're going to read is um, the Tehillim for the day, and it is Tehillim numeral 10. Uh, it says, Why standest thou far off, O Yahuwah? In fact, do I have a volunteer that would like to read Tehillim 10? All right, Sister and woman, I get a chance to save my, save my breath a little bit. Uh, 
Tehillim 10. Um, why standest thou afar off, O Yahuwah? Why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? The wicked is his pride, doeth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the vices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire, and blesseth the covetous, whom Yahuwah abhorred. The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after Elohim. Elohim is not in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. As for all his enemies, he puffeth, puffeth at them. He hath said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud. Under his tongue is mischief and vanity. He sitteth in the lurking places of the villages. In the secret places doeth he murder the innocent. His eyes are privily set against the poor. He lieth in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lieth in wait to catch the poor. He doeth catch the poor when he draweth him into his net. He crouches, crouches and humbleth himself that the poor may fall by his strong ones. He hath said in his heart, Elohim hath forgotten. He hideth his face, he will never see it. O Yahuwah, O Elohim, lift up thine hand, forget not the humble. Wherefore doeth the wicked contend, 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 Elohim. Wherefore doeth the wicked contend, Elohim? He hath said in his heart, Thou wilt not require it. Thou hast seen it, for thou beholdest mischief and spite to, requ to requit it with thy hand. The poor committeth himself unto thee. Thou art the helper of the fatherless. Break thou the arm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness till thou find none. Yahuwah is king forever and ever. The heathen are perished out of his land. Yahuwah, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart. Thou wilt cause thine ear to hear. To judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth may no more oppress. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, next we have Tehillim number 155. You know, and this was uh, one of the Tehillim that was found with the Dead Sea Scrolls, so you, you, won't, you won't have this one. You know, um, but we have another volunteer, Tehillim 155. All right. Oh, whoa. I don't think it started with number three, but maybe it did. Maybe Heart was missing. I don't know, but that's all I have. Oh, we have the two verses. Sorry, I don't know what happened to my two verses. We got verses one and two coming to Brother John. Oh, that's correct. Wait a yeah. no. The number in the wrong. 
They <laughs> they split up three. Different. This is a little different than what you got on there. Okay. That's the secret pocket. Yeah. So. All right. We can read. We can read these two. When we read these two, and, and I mean I don't, they don't kind of line up, but we can read these two and then we'll just screen. Okay. Now, who I call unto you, listen to me. I extend my hands. To your holy dwelling, bend your ear and grant my plea. And what I ask, do not deny me. Build up my soul and do not demolish it and do not forsake it in the presence of the wicked people. May the judge of truth turn away from the recompenses of evil, O Yahuwah. Do not judge me by my sin because no one living is just in your presence. Instruct me, Yahuwah, in your law and teach me your precepts so that many may hear your deeds and nations may honor your glory. Remember me and do not forget me or lead me into difficulties too great for me. Remove the sin of my childhood from me and may my offenses not be remembered against me. Purify me, O Yahuwah, from evil plague and may it stop coming back to me. Dry up its roots from me. May its leaves not become green in me. Glorious are you, Yahuwah. Therefore, my plea is achieved in your presence. To whom may I shout that he would grant it to me? The sons of men, what can their strength do? My trust stems from before you, Yahuwah. I called Yahuwah, and he answered me, and he healed my broken heart. I slumbered and slept. I dreamt also, Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, if, if those burdens are similar, it's, it's dead. I'm sure it's still beautiful. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. Then we have, uh, we have yet another Tehillim. It's Tehillim 142. And Tehillim 142 says, I cry aloud to Yahuwah. I lift up my voice to Yahuwah for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him I tell my trouble. When my Ruach grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way. In the path where I, where I walk, people have hidden a snare from me. Look and see, there is no one at my right hand. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. I cry to you, Yahuwah. I say you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am desperate in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me. For they are too strong for me. Set me free from my prison that I may praise your name. Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. Yeah. 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 That was pretty awesome. Too. Yes. All right. Welcome to our 2023. Whew. Wow. Hmm. It's 2023. <laughs> this is crazy. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I look over my library at work, I see stuff way back from 2003. And, you know, it's like, what? Anyway, I'm just getting old, I guess. Uh, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Yah says in 
Um, yes, Yahoo 118 says, Come now, let us reason together. Says Yahuwah. Though your sins be like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. You know, Yah wants us to be clean and holy before him. And he's willing to work with us to help us get there. What more can we ask of our Amen? Amen. You know, how just and merciful is he? You know, to even have a day of atonement for us, for our behalf, you know. Uh, you know, where, whereby he invites us to come to him in reason, you know, and to be cleansed of our sins, right? You know, Yom Kippur reminds us that we have gotten a second chance, a chance to ask for forgiveness from Elohim. You know, and some people call Yom Kippur the holiest day of the year. Or the highest high day. It is pretty holy. And it is pretty high. You know, I'm not here to make that judgment. You know, but I am here to speak about Yom Kippur. Because Yom Kippur is a very special um, day and time indeed. You know. But what I want to bring to your attention, as you know, I have in times past, perspective changes everything. It truly does. And just because you change the perspective of something does not mean the prior perspective was wrong. As you can see with the picture, the guy on the left is screaming, it's a six. And the guy on the right is screaming, no, it's a nine. You know, and the thing is, both are correct according to their perspective. So just because there's a different perspective of something doesn't make the prior perspective or another perspective wrong, per se. Now, there are some ways you can look at some things that is just flat out wrong. Like if there was someone else screaming, no, it's, it's a 12. You know, that would just be flat out wrong. You know, but there are different perspectives to things. And this is something that needs to be taken, taken to um, heart, especially when studying scripture. Because so many people see things in scripture their way as if there's no other way that it can be seen. But there's other ways in which things can be seen that's not necessarily incorrect. Mm. It's just another perspective of what God is bringing forth. Amen? Amen. And so, as you probably done already figured out, we're going to look at Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur from another perspective. And what is it? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the perspective of the spiritual war. 
And I tell you, I you know, I sat down and I pulled out my uh, young computer uh 2022 lesson i was like this gonna be an easy one you know just gonna go over this and you know and touch it up here and there spit shining and you know and i'm gonna be you know off to the races be at assembly early shock everybody but yeah <laughs> But yeah, you know, I'm sitting there like all these years, I've never seen this yes. particular perspective mm. that I'm about to bring forth. But yeah, I showed it to me for yeah. us today. Yeah. And so as aforementioned, the perspective is the perspective coming from the spiritual war that's taking place. You know, because... Please understand, there is a spiritual war that's taking place. This is, you know, y'all did not give us, you know, gospel armor, i.e. armor of light, as it says in Romans, um, for nothing. It's because there is a war going on and we're supposed to be part of it. Amen? Amen. You know, so, this war... It's betwixt light versus darkness. Oh, yeah. Light versus darkness. It's, it starts here. If we go to Genesis 1, we'll see when the war began. Let me have my first reader read Genesis 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and, dark, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Ruach of Elohim moved upon the face of the waters. And Elohim said, Let there be light, and there was light. And Elohim said, The light. And Elohim saw the light, that it was good. And Elohim divided the light from the darkness. And Elohim called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Hallelujah. All right. So this is the very beginning. You know, the war started, you know, when Yah created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was out form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the battle began when y'all said, let there be light. You know, and he saw that that light was good. He called that light day. And he called the darkness, he called night. You know, and it was on from, from that point on, you know, Now, these two, these, these two forces, if you would, you know, they have two, two generals, if, if you would, you know, in verse 16, he goes on to say, Elohim made two great lights, 
and says the greater like to rule the day and the lesser like to rule the night he made um, the stars also and Elohim set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness you know and Elohim saw that it was good alright you know, so this is when this war began, you know, with the division betwixt the light and the darkness. You know, in fact, division can also speak to enmity. You know, and so from here on out, you know, there was war. Now, this war permeate throughout the heavens as well as our earth. And it's evident, you know, in all of Yah's creation. And that's the whole thing. It's evident in all of Yah's creation. When you consider, when you consider a day, even as we was reading about the first day, when you consider a, a day, what you, what you see, whether you um, recognize what you're looking at, what you see is the battle betwixt light and darkness. You know, there's times when the light prevails during the day, and there's time when the darkness prevails during during the during the day. So in the day portion of the day, the light prevails. And in the dark portion of the day, the night prevails. And we watch this battle go on and on. Every day of our lives. This battle betwixt light and dark. You know, and it has an effect on everything on the planet, including us. You know, the light, as the picture depicts, leads to life. But the darkness, as the picture depict leads to death take note of the tree in the light it has life but the tree in the dark is dead you know and so you know there's this this war of light and darkness that permeates you know throughout Yah's creation and we're a part of it. Whether we choose to be or not, we're going to fall in line with either the light or the darkness. You can say you're one of those in-between type people, but Yahshua says because you are, he will spew you out of his mouth. He'd rather you be hot or cold. The light speaks to the hot and the night speaks to the couple. Now, I know that you're thinking, well, what the heck did this have to do with the Day of Atonement? With Yom Kippur, right? Well, Yom Kippur has everything to do with this in our actuality. Because Yom Kippur speaks of spiritual warfare. You know, it speaks of a spiritual warfare uh, 
concerning this light and darkness that's taking place. Not only in the heavens, but on our earth. You know, if you take heed to the picture, it depicts how we have to fight this battle. Not physically, but spiritually. You know, and we have a formidable foe, in case you didn't notice. Now, there is a war out there. It's being fought on the turf of your hearts. It's being fought for the control of your soul. And the winner is to be determined by the time that you die. Will the light win your soul? Or will the darkness win your soul? But make no mistake about it. They are fighting over. Yochanan 1, 1 through 5 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with Elohim, and the Word was Elohim. The same was in the beginning with Elohim, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And in him was life, and life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. We just read about this in Genesis 1, 1 through 5. I pray that you can see this is the exact same thing. You know, Yah created the heavens and the earth, and it was void and without form, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And he said, let there be life. Let there be light. And that light became the life of all men and like the life of everything on earth. And that light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Then spake Yah. Oh, then we're going to jump down to Yochanan 8, 12. It says, Then spake Yahushua again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. If we want this light of life, then we have to follow Yahshua. We have to follow Yahshua. Because he has the light of life. So if we want life, we have to follow Yahshua. And Yahshua is the word. So that's just another way of saying we have to follow the word, the word of Elohim. Not just any word, but the word of Elohim, i.e. Yahushua. Everybody with me? All right, so I'm trying to get you to see that there's this war that's going on. It's betwixt light and darkness. You know, you see it in the heavens, you see it on the earth, but you also see it throughout the word, from the very beginning all the way to the end. And I don't think I, I, I even put the, the concluding uh, passages in, uh, in this lesson now that I'm thinking about it, you know. But I was supposed to conclude with Revelation 22.5. Which speaks of the darkness and the night being done away with. So that lets you know that's at the end of the book, right? Mm -hmm. So that lets you know who wins. That's right. The light is going to win the war. Yeah. I don't care what nobody else tell you. I don't care what no one else present. The light is going to win the war. You know, scripture teaches that Elohim is light and in him there is no darkness. Mm. 
Yah is not going to lose this war. So, I suggest you learn to get on the winning side. Yeah. And the winning side is the side of the word of Elohim, i.e. Yahushua. You know, so this is why we need our word. And we need to follow it. Because if we don't, we're going to lose this war for our soul. Say la. Mm -hmm. Uh First Yoke 9, 1, 5, and 6, this is the message we have heard from him and declared to you. Elohim is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. You know, I was just witnessing to someone uh, yesterday. Um, and I was trying to express this to them, you know, that, you know, we're supposed to walk in the light. And to walk in the light means to walk in the word. You know, because the light of life only comes from the word of Elohim. And so to walk contrary to or not in is to not be in that light. And if you're not in that light, then you don't have the light of life. You know, so, you know, I pray they got it and I pray you get it. Because there is a war going on. And that war is between light and darkness. You know, now, in the physical, the sun is the light that rules over our day. But in the spiritual, the word of Elohim is our light that rules over our day. Amen? Amen. And all the information in the books and the teachings and the instructions of the world are the darkness that rules over the night. You know, so please understand this about the war that we're in. Tehillah 119, 103-105 says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hallelujah. We're talking about our, our Mashiach. Yeah. Tehillah 119.130 says, The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the Son. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 6.23, For the commandment of the commandment is a lamp, and the Torah is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Mm -hmm. Yes, Yahoo 8.20. To Torah and to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Yes, Yahoo 60, 19 and 20, the sun shall be no more. Thy light, the sun shall be no more thy light by day. Neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee. But Yahuwah 
shall be unto thee an everlasting light. And thy Elohim, thy glory. The sun shall no more go down. Neither shall the moon withdraw itself. But Yahuwah shall be thy everlasting light. And the days of thy mourning shall be ended. See, I want you to understand that Yahuwah shall be unto thee an everlasting light. The container or the lamp of that light is Yahushua. This is why when Yahushua came, he said, I say nothing except for what the Father tell me to say. I don't do nothing except for what the Father tell me to do. Because he was just bringing forth that light. Just as a lamp just brings forth the light. It's not the light in and of itself or the source of the light. But in Yahushua's sake, and in his case, he is actually light. You know, but those who have the light in them, we become as those lamps. We become as the carriers of that light. And, you know, where we might shine that light into darkness. We're not actually the light. We're just the lamp that carries the light so that light can be in dark places. Say la. You know. Psalms 36 9. For with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. You know, and if you if you understand what we just uh, went over, you know, this passage is all is, is actually speaking of, you know, within the word of Elohim is the fountain of life. And in Thy word shall we see light. Because we know that that light is the word of Elohim. And that word of Elohim is Yahushua, our Messiah. Yeah. You know, now, don't think that we don't have any opposers. Hmm. Don't think that there's no enemy that we have to contend with. Job 24, 13 says, there are those who rebel against the light. Yeah, there's some that just intentionally go against the light. You know, not by mistake. No, they intend to do just that. You know, there, there are those who rebel against the light who are not acquainted with its ways and do not stay in its paths. And it's not by happenstance, it's intentional. There are those who think that the darkness have a chance of winning. Or... You know, and they're willing to wager their soul that they're right. Mm. You know, so please understand there that we do have an enemy. Also consider Yeshayahu 5, 20 and 21. It says, whoa, to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight yeah a lot of times things are going to make sense to us but that doesn't mean that it's light a lot of times things are going to make sense to us that's outside of y'all's word even and again that doesn't 
mean that it's light. You know, we're not to lean to our own understanding of things. Mm-hmm. But in all our ways, we are to acknowledge Yah yeah. and let him direct our paths. That's right. And how does he do that? Via his word. Amen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so please understand that if we're going to win this war, we have to follow the light. Yeah. And also understand that we have an enemy. And he's a from from um he's he's very uh, formidable foe. He is a formidable foe. He's he's very capable of getting in our way and keeping us from winning. You know, if we don't stick to the light, if we don't stay in the light, you know, he's, he's in the darkness and he's waiting to pounce on us. That's why we have to make certain we have light everywhere we go. Let me have my um, next reader read Leviticus 23, 26 through 32, which speaks to Yom And Yahuwah spoke unto Moses, saying, also on the tenth day of the seventh month, there shall be a day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation unto you, and ye shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire unto Yahuwah. And ye shall do no work in that same day, for it is a day of atonement to make an atonement before to, for you before Yahuwah, your Elohim. For whatever so soul it shall be, shall not be afflicted in that same day, he shall be cut off from among his people. Mm. And whoever so so doeth any work in that same day, the soul will be destroyed. The soul will I destroy from among his people. Mm. Ye shall do no manner of work. It should be a statue forever throughout your generations and all your dwellings. It shall be unto you a Sabbath mm. of rest, and ye shall afflict your souls in the ninth day of the month, at evening from unto evening shall you celebrate your Sabbath. Okay, so here it is. This is, uh, you know, the commandment concerning Yom Kippur. You know, and it speaks about on the 10th day of the seventh month, there is a day of atonement. This is a day that, you know, we, we, we seek to atone for our sins, right? You know, um, or we receive atonement for our sins. You know, it's, and now it says that we're supposed to afflict our souls and whoever don't do so, you know, will will be, you know, not accepted. You know, and so it says, it shall be a Sabbath of rest and you shall afflict your souls. And we're to start in the ninth day of the month. So I pray that you can see that this feast extends over two days. Mm-hmm. And it's at even from even unto even shall ye sub- celebrate your Sabbath. Now, even is a rep, number 6153 in your strongs. It speaks to grow, growing dusky to be darkened. Okay? Now, what is Yah trying to tell us by setting Yom Kippur apart as the only Sabbath day to begin in the evening? Hmm. In fact, it's the only day. Period that begins in the evening. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yah is truly trying to tell us something. Hmm. Yah is simply telling us that we need to be clean 
and rest in him for the night cometh. Mm. See, when you think about Yom Kippur, it starts in the evening. It starts when it's growing dusky, when it's being darkened. You know, and you're supposed to you're supposed to afflict your soul from that point on because you want to be clean and holy before that darkness overtake you. Because when the, we're going into a time where the darkness begins to rule over the light. You know, I pray everybody can, 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 can see this. You know, but Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is about the time when the darkness begins to rule over the light. So that means the ruler of darkness begins to rule over the children of light. See, that's why we're not supposed to be out and about. We're supposed to be resting. What do we do at night? Sleep. Rest. See, Let's see. Um, let me see if I can. Maybe I can show it to you a little bit better uh, with this illustration. The darkness is coming. If you understand what was presented in Genesis one one through five, which is which was the um, the first day. If you understand that when Yah said, let there be light, the day began. Because that was, the light is what he called day. You can't have a day without light. Hence, he named the day after the light. He named the term for day after the light because it didn't begin until he said, let there be light. Mm -hmm. Then after he done that, he divided the light from the darkness. Mm -hmm. And the way he divided the light from the darkness was with the evening. Because mm -hmm. evening means to grow dark. You can't grow dark or grow dusky if you don't have light. You have to have light before you can grow dark. Mm -hmm. So the day had to already um, begin before you can even have evening. And then it said evening, then morning was the first day. Well, what's betwixt the evening and the morning? The night. Mm -hmm. See, Yom Kippur starts in the evening so that we can recognize that we're going into the time of darkness. Mm -hmm. And that we can make certain that we get ourselves holy and clean so that the darkness can't overpower us, so that it has nothing, nothing against us. If I want you to be able to, I want you to be able to see this, you know, um, maybe, okay, 
a day is exactly like a year, right? So a day has four parts. It has the light, it has the evening, it has the night, and it has the morning. Okay, now those same four elements are in the in the um in the year as well. The year is just a macrocosm of the day. You know, it's just in a larger sense of time. It has the same four parts. It has the day, you know, uh, or it has the day, then it has the evening, and then it has the, um, the night, and then it has the morning, okay? So the morning part of the year begins at the vernal equinox. That's when the light begins to rule over the day. And from that point, the day gets longer and longer and longer, showing that the light is ruling over the night, ruling over the darkness. Okay? You know, and then you get to you get to a point to where it is at its highest point. And we call it the summer solstice, but it's the equivalent of high noon during the day. You know, and from that point on, from from that point on, it begins to what we find is the light begins to dissipate, but it's still ruling over the darkness until we get to the autumnal equinox. Okay, and the autumnal equinox. After it, then the darkness begins to win the battle. It begins to rule over the light. See, and this is why we have to be clean and holy because we're, 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 we're in the dark portion. We're in the night of the year. We're in a time when the darkness rules over the light. So if we were to go out and fight, we would likely lose. Because this is when the darkness is at its strongest. And each day it's just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So this is not the time for us to be out, you know, doing our works. This is the time for us to be at rest in Yahshua, where our protection is. This is the time to stay in the house. This is the time to be asleep. This is the time to be resting in Yah. So that the darkness don't rule over us. So that we're not taken captive by the darkness. I pray that you can see this. You know. This is huge. This is the war that's going on. You know. And this is why. The day of Yom Kippur. The day of atonement. This is why it begins in the darkness. Yah is letting you know. Look. Get clean and holy before the darkness start ruling. Because if you try to do it while the darkness is ruling, you're going to be like the ten foolish virgins. You know, you, you, you're trying to get light when, when, when it's not time to get light. See, because there's a light in the darkness. 
See, and, and if, if you if you pay attention to Yom Kippur, it begins in the darkness. But what happens? What happened this morning? We we started we started afflicting our souls yesterday's evening, right? Mm -hmm. When it was when it was um, getting dark. When it when it got dark, you know, we we ceased from eating. We started afflicting our souls, right? Mm -hmm. What happened this morning? There was light. Mm -hmm. But I'm here to tell you about this war that we're fighting, that there's light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. And that's what Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is about. It's about the light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's about how we're not to eat of the light in the darkness. So even though there's a day in the night portion of the year, we're not to adhere to the light of that day. That's why we don't eat during this time. You know, that's why we're supposed to be Afflicting our souls, we're supposed to be resting because we can't trust this light That's in right. the darkness. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, all throughout the winter there is light, but it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and the night grows longer and longer and longer. And that's just a picture of our enemy getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And this is why you have the most suicides during this time. They say it's cost of the holidays. No, it's not. It's because the darkness is ruling. This is when you have the most crime. And they say, again, it's attributed to the holidays. No, it's not. It's because the darkness is ruling. This is when we have Halloween. Why do you think that is? It's because this is when the darkness is ruling. Make no mistake about it. There is a war going on between light and darkness. And in the, in the night portion of the year, there is still light. But that's not the light that we want to adhere to. But a lot of people get fooled by that light. 2 Corinthians 11.14 speaks to us about this light in the darkness. It says, no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm sorry, I should have I spoke about the moon since I got it sitting there. Yes, there is the moon that is also a light in the darkness. And the moon is actually a representation of the bride of Yahshua. And that's because the moon doesn't have any light of its own. It only reflects the light of the sun. So it's only reflecting the ruler of the day. The ruler of light. Which is who? Yahuwah Elohim and his son Yahushua. Can you see that? But the stars are lights. And in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, 14, it says, And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. You know, and we read about Lucifer and how bright he is, right? You know, he's even called a son of the morning. 
speaking of a star. Mm -hmm. Therefore, uh, verse 15, therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness whose mm -hmm. end shall be according to their works. And so what this is telling us is telling us that you know, Satan can transform himself into an angel of light. So the light that you see in the darkness, even though it it is a type of light, it's not the light we want to follow. You know, it's the it's the kind of light that comes from Satan and his ministers. We don't want to follow those lights. We want to be, as Yah said, at rest. We want to be sleeping through the night. See, this is why Yah says, let your flight be not in the winter. Because the winter is the night of the year. And no one travels at night except for the wicked. The righteous never travel at night. And he said, nor let it be on the Sabbath day because it's forbidden for you to travel on the Sabbath day. So if you're out there traveling during Yom Kippur, it's not only a Sabbath, but it's also night. So you're double wrong. And you're going to get in trouble. Because Satan himself and his ministers, they're out there as angels of light to lead you astray. Now, let me have my next reader read Luke 11, 33 through 36, please. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, putteth it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, the, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle do doth give thee light. Hallelujah. Okay, so hereby we can also see scripture again teaches us that there's two lights. You know, there's two types of light. You know, and so this is what Yahshua is warning his people about. He says the light of the body is the eye. The eye speaks to your understanding. It speaks to how you see things, how you understand things, how you perceive things. It's, therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body is full of light. In other words, when your eye only gets its light from one source, the body is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, the body is also, also is full of darkness. So he says, take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. So he's telling us that there's a type of light that is actually darkness. And this is what we were talking about, Satan and his ministers transforming, Satan transforming himself into an angel or a messenger of light and his ministers into ministers of righteousness. You know, and this is all this foolishness. We have people going around, you know, saying that, you know, there's a, you know, speaking a different gospel than what scripture teaches. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and 
having a different type of righteousness than what scripture teaches. Because scripture teaches that righteousness is the commandments of Elohim. You know, but they say, no, you know, you don't have to do that. No, that's too much. You know, all you have to do is believe. Mm -hmm. Just say, just say this, just say this prayer after me. And you'll be saved. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, once saved, always saved. You good, don't worry about it. Go ahead on, live your life. Make certain that light that's in you. Make certain that it's not darkness. Mm -hmm. Because if it's darkness, then your whole body going to be filled with darkness. Mm -hmm. You know, how can we tell, how can you tell which light is in you? Luke 176 and 79 gives us one way. It says, and thou child shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Adonai to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our Elohim whereby the day spring from on high have visited, visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness in, in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. If your light is leading you in the way of peace then you can be assured that you have the right light. Mm -hmm. But if your light mm -hmm. is leading you into discord, if it's leading you into division, mm -hmm. if it's leading you into debate right. and argue, being argumentative, mm -hmm. if it's leading you into, into strife, mm -hmm. you know, then you had the wrong light. You know, even a part of our armor of light is to have our feet shot with the gospel of peace. Mm -hmm. You know, so if your light got you hating on somebody, if your light has you, you know, um, at odds with anyone, that is not the right light. See, because, you know, we're even at peace with our enemies, even though our enemies don't like us, even though they hate us, we still love them. Yep. <laughs> Understand that Young Computer clearly teaches us that there is also an appointed day, that is an appointed time of light in which Yah's people are commanded to eat nothing. Mm. I want you to grasp that. You know, there... Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur teaches that there's a day of light that's coming that you're not to eat of. In other words, there's a time in which none of the light is for Yah's people. We're supposed to be at rest. We're supposed to be fasting. We're not to partake of it. Hence, Yom Kippur commands us not to eat anything. Actually, to fast means to keep the mouth shut. <laughs> Yochanan 12, 46 through 50 says, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejected me 
and rejecteth not my words. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words have one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment that I should, um, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. Understand that the word of Elohim is our light. And there may be, come, may be coming a time when we don't have that light. So you need to get that light in you now. Mm -hmm. While it's, it's still available. Amen. Yes. Amen. You know, Matthew 24, um, 24 through 26 says, For there are there shall arise false Christ or false um, false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders. In so much if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. See, can't you see that this is speaking about a time when there's another light that's gonna be mm -hmm. that's gonna be um, out here and it's gonna be deceiving people? See, this is where young computer kicks in. We're to abstain from that light. Mm -hmm. We're to fast through that light. We're not to eat none of that stuff that they um that they bring forth. <laughs> Amen. 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 Verse 25, Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. See, because there's coming a time when we're not going to be able to believe anything that come out of their mouths. So you're going to have to have the light in you. You're going to have to have your lamps filled with oil in order to find your way through the darkness. So you see, Yom Kippur is all about spiritual warfare i.e. the war betwixt light and darkness. Yah is trying to give us heads up so that we can win this war. Yom Kippur is to let us know that, hey, you need to be clean and holy before you go to bed. And when you get up, after this particular time, because Yom Kippur speaks to a very specific time, when you get up during that time, don't eat nothing. Don't eat nothing that whole day. I know the sun is shining. I know it's light out there. Don't eat nothing. That's not me. That's not my light. Mm. That's what he's telling us. Mm. He said, no, don't do it. Mm. So whatever it takes, please become children of light by accepting and following the light whilst you still can. Yeah. Because there is coming a time when the light won't be around. Yochanan 12, 35 and 36 says, Then Yahushua said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. While ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be children of the light. These things spake Yahushua and departed and did hide himself from them. And there's going to come a time when he's going to hide himself from, um, from the people of our day. So, while you have the light, believe in the light, because they can, they can uh, outlaw the word at any time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've done it before. Don't think it can't happen. Yeah. History, we know history repeats itself. Mm -hmm. You know, but while we have the light, we need to believe in the light, that we may become the children of the light. Mm -hmm. 
Well, let me put that in another vernacular. Mm -hmm. While we have the word, we need to believe in the word right. that we may become children of the word. Right. Amen? Amen. What does the light teach us to do that we might be forgiven of Yah? Matthew 6, 14 and 15, it says, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. That's light. But the enemy, he's just round the corner. Verse 15, But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. See, in order to be forgiven, we have to forgive. Mm -hmm. You know, and so this is, this is a very essential element of our faith walk. You know, we have to be willing to forgive one another. And if we don't, then it didn't say neither will your father... Um, maybe your father won't forgive your trespasses. It said, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. You know, so we have to forgive. Not for the other person, but for ourselves. How does the light teach us to cover our sins? You know, because sometimes you can, you can commit trespasses um, or you can sin that don't have nothing to do with anyone else. You know, so, you know, you may not need their forgiveness. You know, maybe the sin is only against Yah. Mm -hmm. Well, in Yaakov, or James 5, 19 and 20, it says, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and won't convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death mm -hmm. and shall hide a multitude yeah. of sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, so if you have some sin, this one way to get them covered. And Yom Kippur is all about covering those sins. Amen? Amen. Also, we have 1 Kephar 4.8. It says, above all, keep fervent in your love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. And this is that agape love. This is that mm -hmm. sacrificial type love. This is that love that, that will go out of its way to help the proponent of that love. This is the type of love that will go so far out of its way that it's is even willing to lay down its life mm -hmm. for the proponent of that love. Mm -hmm. There's no greater love than a man lay down his life for his friends. Y'all yeah. set the example. Let us follow the light. Cox on me out. That's all I have for you. Pray with us. All right. We'll take any questions at this time. in the darkness was the um, 
was from the, uh, or the, the picture you painted was from uh, where it says the angel come as, um, got the verse. But you know what I'm saying about that? Uh, angel of light. Angel come as angel of light. That's the light in darkness. Yes, okay. yes, as well as his minister. So Satan has, he has, um, he has, they, he, he's out here and he's spreading, you know, falsehoods, you know, that sound like truth. You know, it's, you know, it, it looks like light. It shines like light. It's just not Yah's light, you know, and he has his, his minister, his children, which are his, his ministers, you know, so it's just another picture of the, of the tears in the midst of the wheat, you know, and so, yeah, they're doing damage. Anyone else? When we discussed even in previous times past, we talked about even being that middle point of the day between the sun's highest point and when it starts to turn to go that way. Now we're looking at the word as a rev, and a rev does mean like the sunset um, or evening is what it's pointing to. I thought there was a distinction between the even point and the evening point of a day. Well, it speaks to a, to the period, you know, so it's not a point. It's not a um, necessarily a point in time. So there is an even, you know, um, that, that, that happens. And so that's, that's, uh, that's when it is equal night and equal equal day so that's when the mixture of the two the light and the darkness is perfect you know uh but it speaks from the from the time that that occurs all the way to the other time you know where the darkness is 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 stronger than the um where it dissipates or it goes away you know so uh yeah, they're, they're, so they both apply, it's just the period of time, it's just a, it's a, it's not a point in time per se, you know, and so that's the, that's the thing, you know, so, uh, and I think that's why Yah says you can't narrow down the day or the hour in which he's coming, you know, because, you know, the picture is between the evenings, you know, just like we see with the Passover. You know, you were to slay the lamb between the evenings. You know, so, uh, yeah, and uh, I did I did think that there was a, just that particular point that there, there was a distinction between the even and the evening. But uh, I don't, I don't see it in this case. You know, the word is a rev and that's what pretty much what it means. Okay, so then it, it makes me ask because when we when we talk about being unclean until even, now we're talking about being unclean until a rev. So actually, it's evening when the sun's going down is when you wash with water before that point in time, and not at the even point of the day. Well, yeah, you know, it starts going down after high noon. You know, it literally starts. The sun begins to begins to set. It begins to go down after high noon. So, 
you have high noon, and then from that point, it slowly is going down. So it is actually a rail. It's getting dusty. It's it's darkening, okay. you know. And so, it's not growing anymore. right? It's 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 dwindling. Mm. You know, so that is that is even. That's what that's what even even speaks to. You know, but the extremity of it is when the darkness is actually mixing in. Okay, so we could, I mean, with that said, then we could technically, after high noon, start Yom Kippur and end after high noon the next day. Yeah, technically speaking, yes. Okay. You know, but the way that, the reason that we do it with the night is because uh, it, Yah is showing that he wants the contrast. He wants to see. He wants us to see that. Look, the night is coming, and that's the whole point. The night is coming, and if we're not clean and we're not holy, you know, when the night get here, then the lights of the night may lead us astray. You're not gonna be able to do the works necessary to get clean and holy through the night when you're supposed to be sleeping. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Pastor, can you expound on the extended two days? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it begins on the ninth. And then today is the tenth. So yesterday was the ninth when we started. Today is the tenth. That's two days, the ninth and the tenth. No, but it's not for the entirety of the day. It's only for half of the day. So when you're speaking about darkness and um, there's going to come a time where we, we don't say anything, can you say, or we don't eat anything? Yes. So what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm alluding to is Yom Kippur comes at a time when the year is turning dark. You know, so like just like there's a nighttime for the day, there's a nighttime for the year. The nighttime for the year is, is the winter. You know, it's the um, fall and fall and winter. I guess part of fall is part of it. But uh, but yeah, the, the nighttime for the year is definitely the winter. That's when you have the shortest amount of light. You know, if you pay attention as the time progress, like it get dark maybe at four or five o'clock. You know, in the, in the evening. Whereas like in the summer, it gets dark like nine or ten o'clock. So there's much less light, you know, but in the winter, it's more darkness than it is light. So are you saying we should not be outside? Again, this was a spiritual, spiritual. war, you know, so I'm speaking spiritually. Spiritually, yeah, spiritually, we're not to be eating anything. What I'm trying to get, get everybody to see is there's coming a time. You know, and this is what Yah's Moedim is about. It's, it's telling us a story. And it's telling us a story about, you know, what Yah's plan is. And that plan is centered around, you know, what, he, what he's winning this war of light and darkness. You know, and he's letting us know that the enemy, they have their time when they're going to be winning. That no, we're not just going to win every battle. But the enemy has its time when it's going to be ruling and when it's going to be winning. 
I mean, even like we, we see throughout history, like he's showing us, you know, if we just look at the day, we see as the days go by, we see there's times when the light is, 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 is just kicking butt and taking names. But then we see times when the night is kicking butt and taking names. The darkness is, is prevailing. You know, even with the moon, he's showing us. You know, there's times when the moon is full and it's full of light. There's times when it's not that much light. You know, when the, the night is, is winning over the, um, taking over the moon. You know, so that's just showing us that battle. And Yom Kippur is just getting us prepared for that. Okay. The so, final showdown, so to speak. Okay, so could like those all the different agendas that are coming about and all the making it seem like all these different agendas that they're setting forth, they they're trying to make people think that they are good things for them, but we know that they're bad, so we're not to have anything to do with that. Absolutely. That's why, you know, you always you hear me oftentimes say, you know, the word is, you know, is my truth. You know, that's that's our light. So that's what we're to understand, that's what we're to follow. Okay, so Pastor, I, I did work yesterday, but I did do my fast. So for the extended two days, I should really take off the ninth and the tenth? No, the 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 um the day of, of Yom Kippur extends over two days, but it's not two days. It's only uh, 24 hour cycle. Okay. So it's half of one day and half of another day. Okay. You know, so unless you was working in the evening, no. you know, well, yeah. after the sun set, you know, then, then, yeah. Okay. You know, but if, uh, if you was off before, I think they, um, they told me the sun setting around 720. So if you was done by then, then you're good. Okay. So, another question. So, like, you know, it, it's day, and then it appears that it's going to be raining, and it turns dark. Is that darkness coming through the day? You're saying, like, if, it's, if a storm is coming in? Mm -hmm. That's a type of darkness, but that's not what I'm speaking to. Okay. I'm just speaking to the regular cycle. Thank you. Anyone else? In John, there was um, I, I lost the, the, the exact script, but um, it spoke about um, there. You said there will be a day when Yahushua will hide himself from us, um, like in the scripture where, where he had hid himself from the disciples. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how is that likened into like um, those being um, in power, how is it likened to them withholding the word from us? How, how is that the same? Because it's not available. But it's not Yahushua hiding himself from us. In a manner of speaking, because he's he's uh, he's sovereign of all, so it can't happen unless he allows it. And so Yahusha hiding himself from us seems more of a spiritual thing, and them withholding the word, maybe breaking down the internet or something, is more of a physical thing. 
No, they're both spiritual. You know. But in the in the context of Yahusha hiding himself from us, not allowing us to receive the Holy Spirit, not um, you know, well, visiting. That's a big jump. I didn't say nothing about him not <laughs> not allowing us to receive the Holy Spirit. You know, like you can have the they can outlaw the, the word right now. I have enough word in me that's gonna that's gonna get me through. You know, I I don't have to never look at it again. It's in me. You know, so that's not gonna stop me from doing anything. You know, in accordance to the word. You know, because I got it in, and that that was the whole point that I was trying to bring across. Like, while ye have the light, become children of the light. You know, and if you become a child of the light, then can't nobody take the light from you. It'll always be within. So even if it's dark out here, it'll be lit up in here. And wherever you walk, you're going to shine. Question from online. <clears throat> Yah tells the end from the beginning in Genesis. Darkness was first, therefore darkness will be in the end. No, that's that's absolutely not not correct. Um, you know, in the beginning, he also said that there be light. You know, but in the, in the end, it definitely tells us that darkness will be done away with. Revelation twenty two five. Any other questions? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are going to break our fast together, but we got a little bit of time before uh, it's the right time to do that, so we'll hang tight. Uh, but just a, a few announcements. We are just right around the corner from starting um, Yah's Feast of Sukkot or Tabernacles. So um, again, just you know, while we've got time, take a look at the uh, food uh, menus for the day. There's still a lot of uh, opportunities for people to bring things. Um, still got some openings for breakfast food, um, desserts, snacks, uh, or if you want to add to the main meals, uh, you know. The, there are definitely opportunities. You, you will find many over there, so please take a look. Also, we have the sign-up sheet for uh, the daily tasks that we need to do, whether it be for food prep uh, or for uh, cleaning of, of uh, after, after our meals or site cleaning. There are many opportunities for that. And we would like to have uh, the volunteers sign up for the, the, these, um, these opportunities prior to us getting to the site. Um, so we can just operate according to what we have on the sheet. If we get to the site and we have a bunch of holes, like who's going to prepare breakfast this day, or who's preparing lunch, or who's cleaning the site, or who's doing that, um, you know, it, it, it just is not going to run as smooth as it can. So we all need to, you know, we all need to uh, chip in and uh, offer up our services um, for this feast. So don't be shy about signing up. We're going to be there nine days. So you got dozens of opportunities within the day and within the week. And uh, all these things have to be done. So please, you know, I, I was just looking at the sheet. We are short of, of folks that are going to prepare food. 
that's a problem. We got a ton of food. If there's nobody signing up to, to prepare it, uh, we got some problems. If there's nobody signing up to uh, make sure that the site is clean after the dishes, wipe it down the tables, it's a problem. So um, again, the opportunity is there. We are servants for Yah, and, and the way we serve Yah is to serve his people. Yeah. Hallelujah. So well, I'm excited. Hallelujah. We got a few days before we're out at the site, but uh, let's, let's take care of that. And again, if you're coming out and you didn't get the uh, community guidelines, whether you're just coming out for a day or so, or whether you're, you're coming out to uh, spend the week camping, please pick up the guidelines so we can just be all on one accord. If you've got friends or family that are coming out uh, and they're not here today, you know, pick up one for them. We're asking that anybody and everybody that's coming out, just take a read of these uh, so we all know how uh, we're going to operate. That is it. Hallelujah. So, uh, we had some time, but, uh, yes. No. Uh, so, uh, sister is asking, is there needs to prepare meat? Uh, no. Sister Pauline and, and the help that she had did an amazing job of preparing the meats. We got all the meats prepared. We got all the soups prepared. We have a lot of the main staples for the meal prepared. They are prepared. They're going to be coming out in coolers. What we need um, really are some of the uh, um, things to support the continental breakfasts. Um, we've got some cereals. We need some almond milk. We need some uh, yogurts. We need, you know, I think we got some bagels. We may need some more. We need some cream cheese. So the continental breakfast type things, I think we're still lacking. Um, you know, things like crackers. Uh, you know, we all love Ritz crackers, right? Because we have chili and we have soup. So, you know, and we eat a lot of Ritz crackers because they're good. So, you know, if you buy some Ritz crackers, you know, those kind of things. Uh, some uh, condiments, you know, we, I saw somebody, somebody put on some ketchup, but somebody might like, like, might like uh, mustard. Lemon pepper. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lemon pepper, whatnot. You know, so, so if there's things like that you do think the community would like, um, and you, you want to bring them, put them on the list so we know that they're coming and that they won't, uh, that they won't be double, double um, uh, brought. So where, where we're at now, because we're just days away, right? So today, um, actually, today and tomorrow is, you know, the, the length that the list is going to stay out there. After tomorrow, I'm going to take the list, and what I don't see fulfilled, I'm going to have to go to the grocery store, and we're going to have to buy some stuff, because we need some stuff. So um, take the opportunity, take a look, and where you can fill in, please do so. Hallelujah. Um, and I just want to, I'm going to go back to Brother Josh's question uh, about a rev. Okay, so... A rev is 6153, and it means to be dusk. Now, there is another word, a root word, which is a uh, which is uh, which is a bit different, and it means to to, to darken, to grow, to grow dark. You know, so there is a distinction betwixt the two terms. You know, so the former me was correct. You know, uh, and so one of them is 6150, 50, and a rob, and the other one is 6153, uh, which is a rev in, in the Hebrew. So I just wanted to clear that up because it was bothering me. So can you clear it up? I mean, so can you tell the whole sentence now? <laughs> so 
Did it change anything? Or well, no, it didn't change anything concerning uh, concerning the teaching or concerning uh, um, Yom Kippur. And so, it's, um, a rev speaks to being dusk. So that's why you know we stopped and started afflicting our soul at dusk of yesterday. You know, but then you know, um, so when it speaks about you know. Uh, you should be clean unto even, you know, uh, then that, that's still a rep, 53, yeah. that's a rep, 50, 53, yeah, like, uh, Leviticus 14, 14, 46, well, whenever we see the, the 6150, you know, it's the other one. You know, but uh, wherever you see sixty-one fifty-three, then it speaks to being being dusk. Let's see. Um, yeah. Sixty-one fifty is only used three times. Twice as evening, and once as darkening. Darkening. Okay, so it, it is showing that element of darkening. Okay, but there are two different words. No, not in relation to that. Sunset is at 7:20. Would seven o'clock be a good time? Or 7:15? Or, or can we? I mean, now it's like 6:20. It's getting there. So, is that something that we want to do going forward, just so we can get everybody on the same page? Or? Well, we'll have to go. Uh, we have to go went off of whatever time that um, the sun is uh, due to set. Because it's, it's going to be, can't really just look out outside because it was looking like that when I came, you know. And so, you know, if it's a storm like a brewing, then it can, of course, get dark, but that wouldn't 
being, you know, the same all over the place. That's why I thought you were You know, so that's, yeah, that's why, you know, when it's actually the light and the dark is mixing, you know, that's always was my indicator. You know, as to what time that is, I just, I, I, it's hard to say. So we can, next year we can, we can look and see an estimate of what sunset is and like they say, okay, seven o'clock's probably a good time for everybody to start because everybody can do that. on the same page or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so we can we can uh, calculate it or uh, assess it from from sunset, whatever they say sunset. Okay. <laughs> So this is what we're going to do. Um, seeing that we still have an hour or something to go, we're going we're gonna to say a prayer, and then uh, we're going we're gonna to do a little do a little praise, you know, via, via request. That's, that's cool. Yeah, we'll just take requests for praise until we get uh, a chance to break the fast. You know, so, um, but I'll take take the time out to bless y'all's people now. Maybe, yeah. You know, then we'll bless the food once we get here. And then we'll go from there. Yabareka, Yahuwah, Bayush, Mareka. Yahuwah, Panayim, Elenka, Mehi, Kaneka. Yisai, Yahuwah, Panayim, Elenka, Lasayim, Lakashalom. May Yahuwah bless thee and keep thee. May Yahuwah lift up his face upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May Yahuwah lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace, and ye shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and ye shall be blessed. Hallelujah. Uh, you know what? What we're going to do, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to anoint anyone who wants to be anointed, you know, um, you know, and then um, we'll, we'll do some praise after that. Hallelujah. You too. Um, my oil won't reach you from here, so we're gonna sign off, and we we bid you cock samiyak. We pray that you have a wonderful time breaking breaking your uh, fast. Um, but we're gonna say goodbye for now.